This episode of Christmas Countdown is brought to you by Countdown Network. From Disney to theater to Christmas, parenting, and beyond, Countdown Network is your home for the top-ranked countdown podcasts in the world. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to the Christmas Countdown Show, episode number five of Cinco. season three. Cinco de Episode. Navidad. Yeah. I guess it's Octubre. Octubre, yeah. Is where we're at, but it's Do you not. speak Spanish? A poquito. Okay, a little bit, a little bit. I got yeah. that. That's pretty good. We, we joked about turning the show into a musical. Now let's turn it into a Spanish it's interpretation. For real, for real. <laughs> uh, but welcome, folks. We are back. This is episode number five of season three, Christmas Countdown Show. My name is Eric Peterson. I'm here with my good buddy, Danny Jordan. Hola. We got Chris Sisley coming to us live from Brooklyn. We got John. John, what's your last name? I don't know your last name. Ewing. E-W. John? John Ewing. He just Whoa. changed his voice. Did he you did. Hear that? that was very radio friendly, John. He was like, Ewing. Ewing. That's not Sunday. how he normally talks. Sunday, Sunday. That's right. But John's here uh, helping us on the uh, production side, and we are so happy that you're listening to us. Yes. Uh, we hope that you're having a good October. If you're listening to this on drop day, drop. It's October 30th, so we are the day before Halloween, which is nice because. We're that much closer to getting Halloween past us. Yes. And then we can truly start to be in the season. I'm so ready. I feel like there are different cutoff points. There's like the start of this uh, Christmas countdown show. Right. That's a, that's a big cutoff, uh, like marker. It's like a marker. Right. Exactly. Yep. And then we have after Halloween. That's nice. Yes. Then we have after Thanksgiving. And then we're really truly, nice. then we're really, really in the pocket. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Uh, what I'm looking forward to is walking out of my house in the morning and not seeing the massive spider web sure, yeah. thing hanging on my neighbor's yard. Yeah. Those have become the thing. Like, yeah, these big spider webs. Yeah. What's up with these massive Halloween decorations? I guess it's maybe. Well, we shouldn't say that, Danny. We love massive <laughs> Christmas decorations. What are you I talking was about? Saying it, I was You're like, like, why do people get so into this holiday? Putting up big decorations to be like, <laughs> look at me. I love this thing. You are totally right. I will take that back. That's funny. Live your truth. That was very funny. But I am looking forward to, like, because they have, like, and it's like, it's eerie. Yeah, because they have this like crow that sits on their mailbox, mm -hmm. and it's black, yeah. and the mailbox is black, so I don't really see it during the day. But the light, the eyes light up red <laughs> at night. At night, and when I get home late from work, I I look over across the street and I just see these two little red beady eyes. That's pretty looking creepy. at me That's from across creepy. the street. I was driving the other day, and there's a new show, Goosebumps. I think it's coming out or something oh, yeah. based Remember on those the books. books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I guess it's a series for somebody, but they have a billboard in Hollywood where it's like one of the mannequin dolls. You know? Oh, I remember and that. Remember episode, that one? Yeah. And uh, but the eyeballs are actually like moving around. They're like video eyeballs. Really? And, and then the, he like looks down the street, and then he looks this way, and then he blinks a couple times. So it's it's a very cool billboard because it it was a little scary. That's amazing. My kids were like. Oh, it's looking at us. That's trippy. Yeah. I don't like that sort of stuff. Yeah, but the good news happen. is, uh, in two days, yes. we we'll are past it. it. Yeah. And what I love about Halloween decoration people, yeah. they tend to put their stuff away pretty quickly. That's true. Like once Halloween, it doesn't gone, have much staying power. No, that's not like, you know, a week later, like with us, with Christmas, sure. we're like, eh, I'll let it sprinkle into Absolutely. the first or second week of January. Halloween people, thank you. Because you're really good about getting that stuff. Yeah, getting out of the way. Getting it out of the way and, <laughs> and moving on. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited for you know November to get here. I, I'm also excited, hopefully, for it to cool off a little bit yeah. here in Southern California. It's been hot. 
I know. Like I, whenever we've been recording our episodes, I'm like, should I start with the hoodie with the first episode? Yeah. And then have a t-shirt underneath because it starts getting really toasty. Backwards. Yeah. 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 But I love, I, I don't know. I mean, we've talked about this of, have we ever done a top feelings of Christmas? Like the feeling of something? Like the feeling you get when you see like, like lights twinkle. Sure. Or like okay. the feeling of a cold breeze Ooh. hitting the back of your neck. We should do one of those. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. Because like, we've I was going to say, though, we've talked about like the smells of, of the right. season. And I have said that like the smell of cold air, like kind of freezing your nostrils mm. and stuff. That's I look forward to that in sort of the fall and winter. Or like the feeling if you're like a someone who lives in a cold weather climate of like you're all bundled up and you got your yeah. scarf on and like the wind's hitting and then you get into like the restaurant or the coffee Take shop everything off and yeah. you feel the warmth immediately like yeah. envelop you yeah that's and a then, good one and then you start to realize how bad your ears hurt right because yeah. it was so cold outside yeah, yeah. I, I think I told you about that like first time I went to New York and I'd never really been in cold weather and like. The first day I was like, oh my gosh, it is so cold here. And like my nose was hurting, my ears were hurting. And then the second day I was like, my ears aren't hurting anymore. My nose is fine. I could do this. And then I realized they'd gone numb. They'd gone completely And numb. I just wasn't yes. feeling anything uh, anymore. <laughs> That's funny. I don't know That's if that funny. feeling would make your list. Sure, the sure, feeling sure. of numb limbs. Oh, I, I, I love it though. I think did I you? talked about last Christmas, last Christmas, um, <laughs> Uh, we were in Chicago and we went to the zoo lights with my brother and sister-in-law okay. and my, my niece. And that was like legitimately maybe the coldest I've ever felt in my life. What was the temp? I think it was only the actual temp was probably like five degrees or something like that. That was pretty darn cold. But we were right on the lake, like literally right on the lake. Yeah. And so then you have that whole lake effect and it felt like 30 below. I mean, it was... I remember I had a big, I had a big coat on and a hat and a scarf and gloves and everything, but it was where it wasn't even fun. Like I like to be cold and you're like, Ooh man, it's so cold. We're all freezing. Ooh, it's, it's so novel. Cold. Right. Yeah. yeah. But like, this was like, everybody was just like, I think I'm dying. You know, it's just like every single person in my group, my kids, my wife, my, you know, my brother and, you know, sister-in-law and niece, they were all just like, we all looked at each other like, what are we doing? This right. is, this is ill-advised it's like that scene in christmas vacation where they're walking out to get the tree yeah and clark's talking about how beautiful like the family christmas tree is and um and ellen goes oh she'll see it later sweetie her eyes are frozen <laughs> yeah exactly that's what it felt like it was crazy though. yeah that's just a cold when i went to milwaukee in january for a show years ago i remember the first day we shot it was like negative 26 with wind chill and I was just like, I felt like there was no amount of clothing I could wear yeah. that could possibly yeah. keep me warm. So again, I'll say, I don't think that would make my Christmas sure. feelings sure. list. Do you know what's another good feeling? Hmm. When you're picking out your Christmas tree, if mm. you're getting a live one, mm. and you reach in and you feel just like that really strong Ooh. trunk and it's got some sap on it and you're like, oh, this this here, yeah. this is a good tree. But that feeling of kind of like working through the needles and the branches and like a little bit of scrapage on your arm, but you're like, yeah, this, this here is a strong tree. Well, now you're like, you're inspiring thoughts for me. Yeah. And I don't, you I, was, I was like I, the hug that you get from your child sure. when they like, that's a good one. Come, you know, out the stage door after their Christmas show. Yeah. That's a good one. Oh, that's that is a good the one feeling too. of pride. Yeah. Yeah. Watching your kids perform in a holiday performance. Yeah. Well, you know what's going to be in our top five or top I 10 know, whenever yeah. we do it. We'll have to we'll save have to that one. List, yeah. Eric, I'm just realizing something in what's this that? moment. 
I realized your shirt. Yes. I, I recognized that it was the major award, yep. you know, lamp. The leg lamp, yeah. I, when I glanced at your hat when you first walked in, I thought it was like the uh, the NBA trophy. Sure, yeah. I was like, oh, it's just the yeah, yeah. Naismith yeah. trophy. Yeah, It's not. It's not. It is the leg lamp the leg on lamp. your hat as well. Boom. That is so I, cool. You know, I saw this on uh, a Facebook ad, came across my, my <laughs> eyeballs. And it was, and it's new era, which I love hats. You know, I I'm yeah. always wearing hats. Same, but with baseball hats, I real I cannot do like a shallow dad hat, which is sort of the cool thing now. The way they make hats mm. is with the kind of like leather strap in the back, and it's kind of shallow. Yeah, yeah. And that's like the cool way that yeah. people wear hats now. That just doesn't work for me. My head's too big. But the new era hats, like always, not an ad for new era, uh, <laughs> always just fit my head perfectly. And so when I saw that new era had a mesh black hat with the leg lamp on it, I was like, I have to buy this. That's so darn cool. And so I did. I think you and I are the opposite. Because when I get the hats that have like the really high front yeah. on it, I feel like I look so goofy. Like you're wearing a Yosemite Sam. Yeah, I'm just like I look silly, right? Yeah. So I always end up wearing those hats backwards. Sure. And I'm like to defeat this whole idea of like the I height look, of it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But like those low pro ones are good for they you. They look good. Yeah. So the good news is when you and I go shopping, we'll we won't be competing. Yes, we won't. We will but, not be competing for hats. Yes. Um. And speaking of things fitting, you know, we talked about our new merch. Yeah. Recently, and I'm wearing another. New merch design, which is the sort of nod to Game of Thrones. Yep. And it says Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. So I was wearing a similar hoodie, I think, in our last episode. Yeah. And you and I were talking about like liking our hoodies to fit snug. snug. Yeah. I realized why my hoodie fits me so snug. Was it a size too small? I ordered a size too small. Because I put this one on this morning. I was like, why are these like This one's so too small for you. Yeah. Okay. I think the other one is too. What'd you order? A medium. Yeah. But like I went and looked at the previous one that I got and I was like, why are these? I was like, did I wash them in like hot water yeah. by accident or something? Turned out I'm a large. I have a, I, I can't believe you're a large. You're so skinny. Thanks. <laughs> I'm a large for sure. Uh, probably a m you more know, an extra you know what large. Is? What's that? It's the guns. The guns. You have big guns <laughs> and then you can't even get your sleeves down and pass the guns. That's what it is. Um, <laughs> Uh, oh, what was I just going to say? And now I forgot it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. This is what happens here. It doesn't matter. Um, but we do have a good... We should talk about what our countdown is today. I guess so. We this are a Christmas one. countdown. This is a good one. So we struggled over what to title this list, but I think we've settled on top 10 desert island Christmas artists. Now, what we mean by that is this list is going to be like you're dropped onto a des deserted island. Yes. And you will have a... a iPod, if they you will. Give you, they give you an they iPod. They give you an iPod. Yeah. Uh, nothing to charge it with. And it's <laughs> nothing to charge it with, so you only got one listen. But no, it's a, an unlimited battery iPod, and you can listen to one artist for the rest of time. But you don't get anything else. You get their whole catalog, their whole Christmas catalog, but it's one artist. So our list is going to be, if that was your situation, in what order would you pick? Like, what's your number one? It's got to be this person, yep. or number two, all the way down through ten. Yeah. I liked the idea of Christmas Island, you know, because there's that song on Christmas Island. Is that what they called? Um, what's the island? No, that's the island for misfit toys. Yeah. In Rudolph. The island for misfit artists. The island for rockin' artists. Your, your idea is probably best. 
Oh, God. I wish you'll see this in the video. Danny slowly died in that little <laughs> moment there. He tried to save it, and it just, he said, okay, I you think win, yours. You I think yours That's is best, enough. Eric. Um, no, you have so many great ideas, Danny. Oh, so I'll, I'll take this win. I was bound to have a bad one at some point in time. <laughs> um, so something funny happened here yesterday. What happened? At the studio. So I was here, you know, working away in the office, and my folks, I needed them to pick up our, our youngest from daycare. Sure. And I thought they were going to take her back to my house and wait for me to get home. But my mom's like, hey, can we come by the, the studio and check it out? And so, so my folks came by yeah. last night. And I think their number one, I think my mom's number one motivation is she really loves the show. Yeah. Big fan of the show. She listens. She's a part of the private Facebook yeah. group. She's just like, you know, super like rah-rah mom. Yeah. And she loves Christmas too. But I think there were two other ulterior motives okay. here. I think number two was they wanted to make sure that we didn't put up those C9 lights again this year that could potentially burn the whole place down. Burn the place down, yeah. Um, And number three, which came out of this, uh, is I was sitting in the office and my mom walks in and I was like, so what did you think of the the studio? She goes, it's nice. And I was like, okay, mom, I've known you for 41 years. There's something else coming. And she goes, a lot of chords. (laughs) There are a lot of chords. There are a lot of chords. But and they really are all serving a purpose. They are. And and know, I don't feel like we have any outlets that are over jammed. No, it's just, I, I honestly, I said, you know what, mom, you're right. Yeah. You're 100% correct. It stresses me out every time I walk in there that I'm like, because I'm like, if I trip over this cord that's going to Everything cam A, right. then it's not, the camera's not in the right sure. place anymore. But I was like, what do I, what do you suggest I do yeah. about this situation? Because I was like, do I buy like 40 foot yeah, cords? And like run all the cords like up through the rafters. Yeah. I don't I don't know. That's a season four thing. Yeah. I think is dealing with the cords. Or if you're a listener and you have like a really great suggestion as to how to organize cords properly, because when you look at like the middle part of the studio, not so bad. Not too bad. When you make your way over to where John sits. The corners, yeah. Look at how many cords. There's a lot of stuff. John, how many there. if you had to guess how <laughs> how many cords are around John right now, would you guess? He's counting. It's like guess the weight of the pumpkin. Yeah, right. Seven hundred and ninety. Yeah, or like guess the age at the yeah. carnival. I'm gonna go with around ten at least. Uh, yeah. I yeah. mean, cable management is about having longer cables, but <laughs> he was a pro on that. <gasps> he was. I didn't even know there was a, like a term cable management. Oh yeah, cable management is huge. Cable okay. management guy. Cable management guy. We should do like a spoof That's of that bad. on social media. But yeah, mom, <laughs> you're right. There are a lot of. Cords in here, and especially if she was bringing your kids in, and like then it's then it's nerve wracking. I can't imagine my two year old walking around in here right now. That sounds like the most terrifying thing. That you're like, what scares you the most in life right now? Letting my two year old loose in my studio with all the cords because this would become a circus. I saw a thing, a meme that was something like that. That it was like you find the cap of a sharpie but you have to sit on your couch for two minutes until you go search for your toddler (laughs) and just like what could they do in two minutes dude my two-year-old is i i was like is this just an at-home thing and when i dropped her off at daycare this morning her the lady was like so is riley just really into everything right now and i was like it's not just at home. She yeah. goes, yeah. She goes, she wants to take off her clothes all the time. She wants to take <laughs> everything out all the time. Because last night, I like turned my back on her for like two minutes while I was like making her dinner. 
And I looked back over and she'd taken off all her clothes and all she had on was a Dodger helmet and my flip flops. Uh, and I was like, tops and bottoms. I, I was like, like it. how did you, how did you do that? And she's like, hi, daddy. Oh my gosh. That's uh, perfect. I was like, these are the moments. That's these perfect. are the moments we live for. So I'm excited to see how this all unfolds. You know, you were, you were so right that these are the moments. I got a little like uh, jewelry tray for my wife, like for the side of her bed. Yeah. And it says, these are the good old days. Mm. Remember we were talking the other day yeah. about like, I wish that that office quote about like, I wish that you could know that you were in the good old days while you're in them. Yeah. But like these, these days of raising these kids really are the good old days. You know, my uh, wife's grandfather who passed away last year, um, he was always telling us, he was like, you are going to look back at these times and I know they're hard and the kids are doing a ton of things and there's stuff everywhere and you don't get much sleep. But he's like, trust me, when they go away from you, when they grow up and they move away, you're only going to talk about these great times. Yeah. So it's a good point. I think yeah. it's a good note for anyone listening out there, whether you have children or not. I mean, we're as guilty of this as the next person. I know I am. And Eric and I yeah. don't just talk about it on the show, but we talk about it, you know, as friends, like, yeah. you know, sitting here in the studio when we're getting ready, when we're in between episodes, is that, you know, we joke about like, go away, Halloween. So like Christmas can, right. can be here. But like, I think it's important for all of us to check ourselves and to allow ourselves to sink into the moment because we live in this time where it's like, it's always about like, what's next? Yeah. And I was sort of like shaking to the core because my two-year-old started saying to me recently, she goes, what's next, daddy? What's next, daddy? And I was like, yeah. and I was like, wait, she must have learned that from me. Or she watches uh, West Wing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wasn't that the thing that he would say on West Wing when... Uh, Oh, do you know John? Did you watch West Wing? There was a thing that like the West president Wing fans are so the, pre upset the president right now. <laughs> would always say like after they'd finish something he'd say something like what's next? Like what's the next issue? Yeah. And it can be so easy for us in life to want to know what's next that you're at the pumpkin patch but you're looking forward to the carving the pumpkins the next day or you're out shopping but you're looking forward to decorating your house, you know, the next week is that I, I look, I I say I used to sign my emails looking forward, comma, Danny. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, do I always want to be in that mindset of Did looking? Did you change it to living in the moment, Danny? <laughs> Danny, yeah. <laughs> Currently present. Currently present. Here now. With you. <laughs> uh, I say with gratitude. That's good. Now is That's like good. my new like signature. Um, so I just want to encourage everyone that, you know, as we really, because we're at that, we're on the precipice of the holiday season, yeah. right? Like it is October 30th and come November 1st, it's Super Bowl season yeah. for all of us. It's game time. But let's be here. I think we talked about this in an earlier episode. It's something that I really want my myself and hopefully all of us as the Christmas Countdown crew to latch onto this holiday season is that the reason we're able to look back on Christmases from our childhood or adolescence with such nostalgia is because we were fully present. Yeah. And if we're not fully present this holiday season, 10, 20 years from now, we won't be able to look back on it. Yeah. in the same way. So let's all make that commitment as we're about to just get into this rocket ship towards Christmas City yeah. that let's be here in, you know, in the moment. I had told uh, Miles the other day that old, you know, the the past is history, the future is a mystery, so celebrate the present because it's a gift, right? right. That whole quote. And, you know, it's like one of those things I'm always imparting wisdom to, <laughs> to my kids, you know, but I didn't, I, I didn't know if it stuck with him. And then just last night he was, we were talking about something and he was like, Mommy, did you know that the past is history <laughs> and the future is a mystery? So that's why we have to savor the present because it's a gift. And I was like, yes. 
but I, I love that first, but I also like the idea of like him saying that in a moment where your wife was really stressed out. <laughs> right. And she's like, thank you, Miles. Thanks, That's Miles. exactly what I wanted to hear in this moment. <laughs> totally. But it's true. It is so, so true. So let's all make that pact. Yes. A Live in the moment. pact to be in the moment so that way years from now we can be nostalgic about yes. today. 2023. I love it. Are you with me? I'm with you. All right. Let's do it. What do we got to do? Um, Let's do... We have a review to read. And this is... This is a heartfelt review. So get the uh, get the emotions and the tissues ready. I said to Eric today before we started recording, I said, I have a feeling today is going to be a feelings episode. It happens. It does happen. Sometimes we're in that place. And that's what I think we all come here for, right? Yeah. Is to feel. Yeah, right? absolutely. So that's to be alive. We always say that the, our show is about emotion and feeling. Yeah, yeah. well, let's get into it. Um, all right, so this is uh, from the Facebook group. If you're not uh, subscribing to the Patreon, make sure you do that because then you'll have access to the Facebook group, which is awesome. The Christmas yes. Countdown crew. Whoop, whoop. Um, okay, so this came in just literally just an hour ago. Wow. So this is a fresh review. Ooh, we Very love fresh. that. Hot fresh um, Okay, this is from Nikki, and she says, Good morning to the crew and to Danny, Eric, and Chris. And John, I'm sure she she means John. <laughs> she doesn't know John yet. Ewing. Um, okay, here we go. <laughs> John Ewing. Okay, uh, Nikki says, On March 2nd, my amazing pop passed away due to a quick and tumultuous battle with COVID. Mm. One week later, I had to place my mom in a memory care facility after we realized how severe her Alzheimer's were when she wasn't in her familiar home and under the care of my dad. And if that wasn't enough, I've continued to be a breast cancer thriver and this year have had a few health bumps. Needless to say, this has been a bleak year and the idea of Christmas approaching has been difficult for me. I have always been the person that jokes about putting up the Christmas tree on September 1st, could be caught listening to Christmas tunes as I work out at the gym in the middle of summer, and it is not uncommon for my family to declare, are you watching another Hallmark Christmas movie on any given day? My pop loved the holiday, and everyone in our family truly thinks that he was Santa Claus. (laughs) To have this holiday approach and not have the emails from him asking us to submit our Santa list to him, share with me the upcoming Christmas movies of the season, discuss our holiday meal plans, has just left me feeling so empty, feeling more like a Grinch or a Scrooge could take over this season. I have silently wondered how I was going to get through this holiday. Then, yesterday happened. I left to run my errands and placed my earpods in my ears and started listening to this season's first episode of the Christmas Countdown Show. And it happened. I suddenly knew how I was going to traverse this season. Those familiar voices and personalities were the key. You wonderfully sensitive and jolly fellows would be my personal Cindy Lou Who and ghosts of Christmas past. You can decide who would look better with who hair. <laughs> As you discussed some of those classmas- classic Christmas songs, I envisioned my pop in the kitchen prepping Christmas Eve dinner as he bopped to Run Rudolph Run. And I know as the different episodes air, more memories will come forward and wrap around me like a warm Christmas morning hug from my dad. Mm. And hopefully will melt the cold sadness that has gripped my heart and will bring that light and joy back to it. So thank you guys for what you do. I've listened since the beginning, but this year there is a deeper need for you, for your banter, and Holly join us in my home. Thank you, Nikki. We are so sorry for your loss. We're sorry for what you've been going through, for your own health struggles and and dealing with your mom's health issues. And obviously for the passing of your dad and, you know, I think Danny and I have always, I don't think we intended when we started this podcast for it to be something that 
would help people. I think we thought it was just a, a sort of fun thing to do together. But the fact that we get messages like that um, really show that it's important what we do and what we're talking about and the memories that we're hopefully ginning up in your lives and in your minds. And, you know, uh, I know that Danny and I both, you know, are people of faith and believe that there is a heaven and that, you know, when we pass, we're essentially going home, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so hopefully that's, uh, some sort of solace to you and, and we'll do our best this season to bring the joy and bring the happiness and bring the memories and, and try to help you. Uh, and anybody that's listening through this season, if you're in a, a season of, of mourning or grief or hardship. Yeah. That Nikki, first of all, thank you, yeah. you know, for being so open and honest and, and real, you know, I think, you know, we talk about, we live in a time, or at least I say this all the time. I feel like it's like, I just like, we live in a time when, you know, yeah. which lets me know I'm getting old, um, that I say things like that, but I think we live in a time where you see so much copycat stuff going on in our world and you know that behind all of that are real humans having real feelings. And, um, you know, unfortunately the other side of all the joy that we experience with those that we love, um, is someday them not being around, you know, and what I would encourage you, Nikki, which it sounds like you're doing and, and anyone else who's lost someone is to remember that the reason that it's hard is because we had so many beautiful memories of those people. Mm-hmm. You know, it is the the bargain that we sort of make, you know, to live, to feel, um, is to know that there will be that emptiness, but how beautiful that we get to carry on the memories of those people. And I'm, and I'm grateful for Nikki sharing because, you know, I think with, as you said, Eric, like this show was just for fun yeah. you know in the beginning we were sitting in our garages and we're like oh we'll talk for three hours today because we got nothing else to do you know right now um you know we were in between work you know gigs and whatnot and but then we put it out into the world and people like nikki and literally tens of hundreds of thousands of people from all around the world have reached out to us sharing what this show means and yeah. it's an important reminder that it's not just about us sitting in a room and being silly. Yeah. You know, that there are people that um, come to this show to remember what they love so much about the holiday season. So thank you, Nikki, because that's exactly, I think, what I needed to hear today. You know, as the show has grown, I'll pull back the curtain just a little bit. It's like, as the show has grown, there's a business element to what we do anymore. It's not just like, let's be silly and go down rabbit holes. Like, you know, we have brands who sponsor the show and people who want us to travel around the country and go host things for them, which is an amazing gift. And when that happens, sometimes you can forget about why you wanted to sit in front of this microphone and talk about this thing that you love so much. And so thank you because just like you needed to share those feelings with us, for me personally, I needed to hear it today. So thank you, Nikki. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you want to uh, break our hearts as well and make... (laughs) make a couple grown men cry uh you can send us uh your reviews wherever you know you're listening i know apple you can leave reviews you can also dm us on social media at christmas countdown show you can email us kringle at countdownshow.com um we love just hearing what you guys think and your favorite memories of your own life of this show um this is a community so so please feel free uh to share those thoughts and feelings with us definitely definitely yeah 
Okay. I need some um, coffee or something. We, yeah. Uh, all right. We are going to do a game before we do our um, uh, countdown. Yes. Uh, can I give you just a, a few very quick memes and things? I would love. Just I few. love your memes and things. Okay. Um, oh, I guess, Chris, I need my music. <laughs> memes and things. Memes and things. It's time for Eric's memes and things. <laughs> Were you ever in a punk band? No. Sadly, but would that be your punk band voice? Do you think? No, I was harder because oh, okay. I did. I had like, <laughs> I'm not even a band. I wrote like five songs with my brother. My little brother had a punk band. Oh, and there was a guy from his band that I wrote some songs with, but they were more like dashboard confessional, kind of like okay, acoustic punk kind of. I want to hear that voice someday. All right, I'll All give right. it. I'll, okay. I'll find a recording. I'll okay. Give it to you. All right, so uh, these are just a few memes and things. This one I thought is so fun. For any of you uh, pet lovers out there, Ooh. if you've got a pet, and if you also love Christmas, and especially ugly Christmas sweaters, or just Christmas sweaters, I guess we could say, because yeah. your pets are not ugly. <laughs> um, uh, if you go to Poshinit, I guess is how you would say Ooh. it. P-A-W-S-I-O-N-A-T-E. Oh. I was really hoping it was P-A-W-S. Yes, Poshinit. Oh. Uh, on Instagram, you can get a sweater made with a picture of your pet. Oh my like wearing, gosh! Uh, Can we Santa get those? Those are pretty season, great because I love my dog. That's so pretty much. good, right? I actually kind of want to get one too. We have so to you go to poshinit.com, uh, I'm assuming, or just search up poshinit, uh, and you can get a Christmas sweater with your dog's or cat's oh uh, face on it, which is awesome. And then also, if you uh, if you don't have any pets but you want to get with your family on it, oh my there's gosh. another website called Wander Prince. Okay. Wanderprince.com and you can get uh like a little emoji of your family oh uh, put with the names onto a Christmas That's so sweater. Cute. Which is very fun. I wonder if you get to choose like the wardrobe they're wearing. It probably there were probably some sort of uh, you know, uh um what's the word I'm thinking of? Uh, like a tool? Yeah, like, like a tool it, where uh, it's like when you like making your like your your your, your me, specifications. Your me on the Wii. Yep, yep, yeah, yeah. yeah. The what colors and everything like yeah. that. Um this is has nothing to do with Christmas, but I just thought it was a funny meme. Uh the human body says, I can grow a fully formed human baby in like nine months. I'm talking brain, functioning respiratory system, eyeballs, everything. Me. Cool, cool. How long will it take for my twisted ankle to feel better? <laughs> human body. Seven years and it will never be the same. <laughs> it's like, what is happening? Why as we get older? I, I really resonated with this because I have major plantar fasciitis and my feet hurt so bad all the time. And I'm like, why does the body betray us like this? I why? know. I mean, we do put our bodies through a lot. Sometimes I think about why do my feet hurt? But then I think about all the steps that I've taken and all the places that our feet have like blessed us with the ability sure, to like yeah. walk through New York City and, you know, the beach and all these things. You're like, you know what, feet... You've earned a little pain, yeah. you know? But right, also, if you could feel better, that'd be great, Sure, too. that would be great. <laughs> um, okay, this is just another fun, non-Christmassy one, but it's just a fun little uh, moment here. Okay. Okay. It says, uh, everyone's trying to get through life together, and I'm over here trying to figure out why hot air comes out when I say ha, and cold air comes out when I say who. Put your hand in front of your mouth Wait, and really? say ha. Ha. Okay, yeah. hot. Yeah. Now say who. Who and it's cold. What? Wait, that's weird. Do, do we have a doctor in the house? Because <laughs> try John. John. Did you try I, it? I think. Well, I think it's because the ha sound comes from farther back. Mm. Sure. 
and the who sound is kind of more on the front. It's like, you so know do we mean? have like an air conditioner in the front half of our mouth? Who? Huh? Is that like coming from your Ooh. head? Is that like your? Is it like hair? I don't know. I don't. Chris, do you have any idea as to why this is? I don't have any idea. <laughs> All the doctors right now are like, <laughs> they're like, well, These I could clowns, tell you exactly I'll why. I'll tell you in uh, in a bunch of scribbly handwriting that you won't um, be able to read. Okay, this is this is the last one, and it's again, this is not a Christmas one, but this is a dad one. Oh, and you'll appreciate this. I will. So you know how there's Top Golf, right? Love Top Golf. We love Top Golf. You go if you don't know about Top Golf, you go, you get a little bay, and you do driving range practice. B-A-Y, essentially, not like yes. uh, beyond anything. And yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's like a fun way to just like sort of go to a place and play golf without having to walk eighteen holes. It's like bowling for golf. That's right. Yes. Now there is a guy named Leighton Wrights, L E I G H T O N Wrights, on TikTok. And he said, here's a million dollar idea. Top golf, but for mowing. Ooh. So what it would be is literally a, you buy a huge plot of land. Yeah. And then guys come or gals, whatever you want, but usually guys love to mow. Yep. You go and you get like an hour to mow the lawn. And can you choose like your mower? Yeah, like you a can choose standing, like push, whatever push you want. One. Yeah. But like I love mowing the lawn. And I don't mow the lawn here because we have our grass is not that big and it doesn't really grow in that way. But right. but I love mowing the lawn and I was like that is a brilliant idea. So I would pay boring. money to go mow a field for an hour and a half. Is there anything like it's sort of like vacuuming yeah. but outdoors. Sure, yeah. Cuz you get to hear the <laughs> mower going vacuuming but outdoors. Like, yeah, yeah. And then you get to the end of the line and you look back oh, and you go look what I just did. It's so good. It's, so satisfying. It's like I love my hardwood floors in my uh-huh. house, but there's something about vacuuming carpet Way better. Where you like look at those lines. Oh, that yeah. is so clean. Do you do because uh I my I grew up doing this and I feel like when I've shown my wife, she's like, Oh, she's not like against it, but it's not something that she grew up doing. Do you do the like powder out on the carpet before you vacuum? That like makes it smell nicer? My parents used to do that. Yeah. When company was coming sure. over. It yeah. wasn't just like for like for regular us. time. It yeah, was yeah. like if there was like family coming over on a Saturday night, you it was like you'd sprinkle it everywhere yep. and then I mean it did smell it did work. Nice, it's nice. But also like did it like get down to the fibers of the carpet? Oh. Is it good for the carpet? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like oh. carpet is such a thing of the past. I still love carpet. I, and it is a very 80s thing. Because yeah. now if you go to a nice house, they're like hardwood floors. And I'm like, do you got any carpet? Yeah, there's carpet is like in the hallway. Yes. That's the only yeah. place. Did you grow up? Now we're just going down this rabbit hole. My childhood home yeah. had carpet in the bathroom. Ooh, I never had that. Yeah. Like when I think back upon it, I'm like, that's disgusting. That's problematic. Like just all the moisture, a yeah. lot of moisture getting out of the shower. I mean, it's yeah. probably nice to step onto some carpet, but also like, is it just soaking up the water all yeah. the time? You know, that's gotta be, there's, there's there. issues there. I know issues there. Let's not get nostalgic for bathroom for carpet. Bathrooms. That does not need to come back. <laughs> oh, I love it. But that's my memes and things. It was I a short one that. today. Just a few of them. Uh, so now let's do our game, Chris. Let's do our game. We have a brand new game today. We're going to be playing a game called the Outsource Trivia Quiz. For this game, you'll be working together. That's right, together. I'll give you a question. There'll be four possible answers. One of those answers is correct. The other three were written by members of our Christmas Countdown Crew Facebook group. Ooh, this is fun. Obviously, your job will be to figure out which is the right answer. Okay. Okay. All right, I like it. Here's the first one. In Ukraine, what unusual thing do they decorate their Christmas trees with, aside from ornaments? Pears, 
Cotton balls, spider webs, or silly string? Oh, I I feel like silly string can go away. Yeah, immediately is probably gone. I feel like that's flammable. Spider? I don't know how you would put spider webs onto a tree. Maybe you know it's like the Halloween stuff that like oh like like, fake spider webs. No, you train the spiders to just make webs. Train the spiders. This is kidding. I mean, you could probably just do the front part. You don't have to do the whole thing. Train spiders. Okay, okay. Those trained spiders. What were the other two options? Pears. Uh, pears, cotton balls, spider webs, and silly pears. string. It's got to be you pears. You think it's pears? Because I actually got a gift once from a very fancy person that was a pear, like a ceramic pear Ooh. to hang on the Christmas tree. Something so. in, in, in my heart is telling me cotton balls, but if you have the, the pear, I say let's go I with it. I feel strong about pear. Not 100%, but I feel like 90%. Sure. Well, 90% is pretty good. All right, let's go with pear. Final answer. 90% is not good enough. Oh. <laughs> cotton balls? Uh, no, spider webs. What? Spider webs? Haley from the Facebook group gave us pears, but spider webs are what they use to decorate Christmas trees there somehow. Oh my gosh. That is very all all I can think of when anyone says the the word spider webs is no doubt. Oh sure, yeah. Every time I just I just in my head I go, so I know walking into spider webs. Anyway. All right, that was good. That was a good one. You got us. Here's the next one. What is the record for the largest gathering of Santa Claus impersonators in one place? Whoa. Three thousand? 12,965, 24,000, or 18,000. Now, when we say impersonators, does that like, like, like licensed? Or yeah, like? or are we talking like SantaCon? It depends. I'm not sure if they, I would consider them impersonators, I guess. They're probably right. just belligerent drunks that wander around big cities. Right. <laughs> so, so it's for people who actually like are. You know, people Santa. dress yeah. up as yeah. Santas. I'm assuming that there was probably be. like a call on social media sure. for as many of these guys to come together as possible. Okay. I mean, so there was that's... 24, 18, three. 12, 12 and change, and three. 12 and three. I feel like three feels too low. The 12 was a very specific number. It was like 12,925. But that something. could have been a really smart play by someone yeah. who's like, if it doesn't end in a zero, they're going right. to pick that one. Yeah. Um, but maybe that's I'll the answer. I'll let you choose this one. What was the second option? 12,000? 12,965. And what was the third option? 24,000. And then the last one was 18,000. Okay. Those are all even numbers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like we got to go Let's with go the 12,000 one. 12,965 is incorrect, unfortunately. <gasps> that was the last, the previous record. The current record is 18,000. Wow. Laura from Thousand. the Facebook group gave us the... Where? The Where did this happen? Yeah. I don't know. That is really We got to cool. look this up. Yeah. That's a lot of Santas. They did it all in a CVS in Midtown. <laughs> <laughs> in the toilet paper aisle. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, man. That's incredible. All right. Here's the next one. In what year were the first electric Christmas tree lights invented? Ooh. In 1882, 1938, 1895, or 1910? So. When was electricity invented? Well, that's was, like. We'll save that for electricity countdown. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually kind of disappointed myself. Um, I mean, myself it's got to be know. like the late 1800s for when electricity was invented. Right. And so would they immediately like, yeah, now that so we got I these think bulbs. There was a 1910 and a 1938 or something. 1938. I feel like it's one of those two. Oh, I wish I could like picture what Christmas in the 20s looked like. Because I feel like be that 1910. would. Does it feel like 1910? I think it might be. Not that everybody had them, but that like. Some, you know, the white people. Yeah, I think that's a good one. Let's go 1910. 1910. We can thank Laura for that one again. Oh, my gosh. 
wrong. The correct answer was 1882. Whoa. Whoa. That was 100 years before I was born. Surprising. Dang. That's pretty good. That's All a, right, Do we know it. who invented the Christmas light bulb? Um, let's see. Thomas Santa Edison. <laughs> Thomas Santison. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the next one. All right. A New Year's Eve tradition in Spain involves eating 12 of what at midnight? Grapes? Cherries, dumplings, or donuts? Whoa. I feel like I, we talked about I this. I feel like it's donuts. I like donuts, too. Let's go donuts. Let's go donuts. I also like donuts, but we can thank Nick for that one. That one's incorrect. Dang it. <laughs> grapes? The answer is grapes, yeah. Yeah, that feels about right. 12 grapes. Feel, does that feel like something that we talked about when we talked about weird traditions? There was some, like, pay, well, in Spain, I think they had the, um, the poop log. Well, Wasn't that yeah. from Spain or was that from Argentina? I can't remember, but I do remember talking remember. about it. Yeah, the, the caca something. Yes. <laughs> Unless they were Krispy Kremes, I'm not sure I could handle 12, 12 donuts, donuts. Well, they could be like the little... <laughs> Munchkins? Are those... Yeah, those are, those, that's what they're called, Munchkins. Is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, yeah. What like. Did you Don't... think I was saying like small people? No, 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 no. <laughs> I just loved how quickly you knew what they were called. Oh, Munchkins, like, yeah. Munchkins, yeah. Absolutely. They come in uh, powdered and chocolate. Absolutely. I love the little... It's part, it's part of our childhood. The, the little box with little guys on it's it. the best. Oh. Weren't they also called Donuts? Isn't there a brand called Donuts? Uh, yeah, the if, when you get them in the white bag, it's um, Little Debbie, maybe, is that company? Those are the powder ones? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Donuts. Why don't you see powdered donuts at the donut shop? I don't know. They're the best ones. They're really good. Yeah. All right. What do you got for us, Chris? Which country's children often place their shoes by the window for Santa to fill with gifts? Japan, Norway, the Netherlands, or Switzerland? Netherlands. It was Netherlands, right? Netherlands. Yeah. Netherlands. Netherlands is correct. Yeah! yeah! Boom, baby. On the board. Thank God for the Christmas traditions That's episode right, we yeah. did in season two. <laughs> So here's the last one. It's another uh, year one. We'll end with that. In what year was the song Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer first recorded by Gene Autry? Oh, Gene Autry. Is that 1939, 1949, 1952, or 1955? I think it's, it's the 30s. 50s. You think? I think it's the 39. No. That wasn't that early, was it? I think so. I want to. What was the 1940 option? 1949. We can. I the think that there. might be. Right, we'll split yeah. the difference yeah. at. 49. It's either that or 52. Yeah. 1949 is correct. Yeah! Boom, we're on a hot streak. Keep them coming now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was good, Chris. Yeah, that was fun. And thanks to the crew. Yes, thank you for submitting the incorrect answers. It was kind of like Christmas <laughs> balderdash. Yeah. Almost. They tricked us. Yeah, they did they trick us on a few of those. Good. Nicely done, everybody. If you want a chance to uh, help contribute to future games, yeah. join the Patreon. That'll get you access to this private Facebook group we keep uh, talking about. And if you're not into private Facebook groups, that's fine. If you want some bonus episodes, which we release a bonus episode every single week, all the way up till Christmas. Uh, you can subscribe on Apple or Spotify. Uh, all you got to do is click that little icon at the top of our page and you can join up there and get a ton uh, of bonus content. And who doesn't love bonus content? You know what I mean? I do. I love it's, it. It's the best. Speaking of bonus fun. Yes. Danny. Yeah. You know our good friends at Hallmark Channel. They're our best friends. They're doing such amazing things. Obviously, they got the movies coming, 31 movies all season long, yep. right? But they're also doing lots of fun sweepstakes. Ooh. We talked last week about uh, their daily sweepstakes that they're running the very merry giveaway yes yeah. absolutely but now there's a new one called the holiday home decoration sweepstakes oh. and this is sponsored by the good people at balsam hill Ooh, they, they make, make the some trees. stunning 
trees. Great trees. Like our trees are fine, but like Balsam Hill trees, they're pro level. Chef's pro level. Um, so if you go to hallmarkchannel.com, you can yep. find uh, there's a sweepstakes option. If you go to that, you'll see uh, where to enter. But if you enter, you can win a $10,000 grand prize Whoa. plus a Balsam Hill tree and decor package. Wait, so you get $10,000 in cash? In cash plus the decorations. Oh, I thought it was going to be $10,000 in decorations. I was like, gosh, that's a lot of decorations. Yeah. But now you're telling me I'm going to get the decorations and then an extra 10 Gs yeah. on top of it? Yeah, it's That's amazing. incredible. It's very cool. So it runs from uh, November 1st through November 28th. So you only have one month to do it. Any purchase required or it's just like uh, anyone can go? I think so. Ordered? I think you can just go to hallmarkchannel.com, go to sweepstakes, look for the holiday home decoration sweepstakes sponsored by Balsam Hill. That's amazing. I love, you know, Hallmark Channel, not only do they spread festive cheer through their movies which we're obsessed with yes. and there's an amazing new movie coming out this weekend that we're going to talk a little bit more about later this week which yeah. has never been christ another which, great title oh my gosh another great they title. kill it with yeah. with the titles we should do like a countdown at some point of like our top 10 favorite yeah, hallmark, hallmark channel titles. movie titles yeah Put do you think that, that they one. have here's a question for you do you think because they're all so good do you think they have one department that is in charge of naming the films or like there's obviously there's different writers for each. Film, right. Right. But do you think that the writers are coming up with these great titles or do you think that the writer submits the thing to Hallmark Channel? They say we're going to make it. And we're going to send the title up to the title department where they are filled with great, amazing puns and they can figure it out. It's got to be if that is the case, if there's like a, an office or we like need a, to interview wing, these people, I want to interview them. But I imagine it's a bunch of dads. <laughs> like it's a bunch of dads who have had all these dad jokes that they've been holding just on waiting to, to use yeah. for years and what a job how do we get that hallmark yeah. channel we we want we want to work in your titling department. oh my gosh that sounds like the coolest department ever but yeah we're going to talk a little bit more about never been chris later this week which will premiere on saturday yep. uh november 4th but yeah so not only are we getting massively merry movies we're getting giveaways all season long, which is so, so thrilling. So make sure to go to hallmarkchannel.com to check out all of the incredible sweepstakes they have going on from Very Merry Giveaway to the holiday home decoration sweepstakes. And you can check out all of the amazing movies that are coming this holiday season only on Hallmark Channel. Yes. Okay. Uh, I think it's time for the countdown. Yeah. I am so ready. Let's do it. All righty, folks. So again, we're calling this the top 10 desert island christmas artists list here we go that's a mouthful part one part one uh <laughs> 10 through 6 okay so my number 10 this may hurt your feelings danny i i'm and i apologize in is advance. it in sync it's not in sync <laughs> in sync did not make my list but uh well that really hurts me. this this guy is we're huge fans of this guy i can't believe he's at number 10 but this is a hard list to, to I know narrow it down going to with this and I'm going Dean Martin. Oh, I, that's not what I expected. Dean Martin at number 10. Number 10? Dean Martin has, oh. by my count, four Christmas albums. It's hard. I, I have how many Christmas albums each of these artists have. Yeah. But it's especially hard. It's especially hard with the older artists because, like, yes. Sinatra, I have, you know, Sinatra has, like, only three Christmas albums. But then they spread it out over lots of different albums yes. and re-releases and stuff and yeah. remastered and stuff. So what from what I could tell, there was four Dean Martin Christmas albums. And there's so much good content in there. You got, you know, Baby It's Cold Outside, Let It Snow, Sleigh Bells. I mean, he is just so good. We love him. I can't 
I, I don't need to go too far into Dean Martin. You know that we love Dean Martin. We we love his swagger, his style, his musicality. Yep. Uh, he definitely has that swinging aspect of the holidays. So my number 10 selection, if I only get one artist, and I'm all the way down to 10 for some reason. The previous nine the were previous unavailable. The previous nine were unavailable. Danny had selected <laughs> them or something. Uh, I'm going Dean Martin at number 10. Number 10. That is wild. I will say, I putting this list together... You and I were texting last night, and I was like, Eric, this is hard one. Is so rough because, like, when I first made my list, I feel like I had, I was counting it, I think I, I was at like 27 yeah. or 30 artists. And, like, when I first slotted the 10, I was like, but wait a second. What about these other ones? So and so's not on there, and so and so's yeah. not on there. And I was like, how do I, how do I do this? The reality is, is there are going to be a lot of listeners who are going to be screaming at their phones, at their cars into get ready walking down the street uh listening to us in their airpods because this one this is a hard one even at number 10 i have a 10a and a 10b because i could not make up my mind getting are they similar type artists or they could not be any different from each other (laughs) i like it and i'm gonna live my truth (coughs) do what you're gonna i'm gonna stretch the rules a little bit here so at number 10 i'm going with boy bands okay that's fair. Does that feel fair? Yeah, that's fair. Because, like, you know, Backstreet Boys up until last year didn't have a Christmas album. They only had that song, Christmas Time, which I don't know if you're familiar with that one, but it's like, Christmas time, time to share on. Oh, yeah, I remember it now. Yeah, yeah, it's an obscure one. I feel like unless you're like a boy band fan, you don't know that song. But I I love Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Uh, this Gift by 98 Degrees is an incredible yeah. song. And frankly, like... I would I would uh, lump in Hanson sure. into boy bands yeah, yeah. as well. They released a Christmas album not too long ago. It was back in 2017. Uh, and the title of the album and the title track is Finally It's Christmas. Finally it's Christmas time. I feel like, Chris, can we play just a little, sure. little snippet of it to familiarize people? Okay, I am officially in on Hanson. I know. Why did I get chills listening that to that That is so song? good. It's really, really good. I, I love feel like that. people sleep on Hanson. Yeah. You know, we've. I feel like I may have talked about them last season, but like the music they've released since Mbop yeah. is actually really good. They got some really good music. Go check out Penny and Me. It's not a Christmas song, but beautiful, beautiful song. So number 10, I got to go boy bands from Backstreet Boys to 98 Degrees to NSYNC. You could lump in Boys to Men in there. Boys to Men. Which they have a great Christmas Oh my song. gosh. Their stuff is just so soulful. Yeah. And I'm yeah. sure New Kids probably did probably. some Christmas thing yeah. at some point in time. But yeah, number 10, I'm going to I'm gonna go boy, boy bands. bands. I yeah. like that. I like that. Um, all right. My number nine is an artist that only has one Christmas album. Okay. But I like it top to bottom. Okay. So if I'm I only get one thing to listen to, I'm I might choose this person. And that's our good friend JD McPherson. Oh. Who did Socks. Dude, the so album Socks. Good. It's just so we've good. talked about this album before. If you've not if you're new to the podcast and you've never heard us talk about JD McPherson, uh he's a sort of 
bluesy rock and roller kind of classic rock and roller kind of yeah. guy and he has this rockabilly? album called yeah rockabilly yeah. kind of um he has an album called socks that the title track is amazing it has songs like all the gifts i need hey skinny santa um santa's got a mean machine <laughs> uh it's so, there's so many great songs on that album so even though it's only one album, and I tried to pick artists that had multiple albums right. so I wouldn't get sick of them. You know, I'm on this deserted island. I only got one artist to listen to. Right. But J.D. McPherson's Socks is that good. I don't think you can get sick of that album. So I'm putting it at number nine. If you had to like have a person listen to one song from that album to get them into it and get them into <laughs> J.D. McPherson, which one would you go with? You know, while Socks is maybe my favorite song on it, I think the title track of All the Gifts I Need is let's play a little bit of all the gifts I need uh, for those who are unfamiliar with J.D. McPherson. Here we go. It's so good. I mean, you got that like just deep Barry sax oh, just walking so you good. along. It's so great. So uh, if you're unfamiliar with J.D. McPherson, check him out. And that's my number nine selection. He was on my like original list when I was, you know, because when we make these lists, my strategy is I'll just start listing List everything, everything that pops yeah, into yeah, my mind and then I start whittling it down. Um, and with this one, it took a long time because it wasn't just a matter of like, go listen to that song. It was like, I got to listen to that whole album sure. or a few albums. And what I realized I started doing when I was like starting to rank people out was, you know how when like in sports, they'll have like matchups, you know, sure, like, yeah. you know, in like the World Series, they'll be like, okay, second base goes to the Astros. They got the the advantage there. And first base yeah. goes to the Phillies or whatever, my relief pitching, blah, blah, blah. I started going to like, okay, who's have yourself a Merry Little Christmas do I like Is the better. most? <laughs> and sort of ranking them from there. Who had the best jingle bells? Sure. And like sort that's of good. slotting them, you know, at that point. I was like, that sort of made sense to my brain. Um, all right. So number nine, this one might shock you mm. that this person came in so low Ooh. on my list. Michael Buble. At nine? At nine. At nine? Yeah. Wow. I, this is how hard the list wow. is. Eric, I kept trying to figure out where I was going to move him to. Sure. And I couldn't Sure. I couldn't justify. I mean, I put Dean at 10 and that was felt Fair. disrespectful. Maybe I felt like I knew you were doing that. I was like, well, this will get back in here. Right? Will get, he'll get his due. Yeah. He'll get his <laughs> due. But I mean, you can't go wrong. I mean, he's only had the one Christmas album, but they've they re-released it and did the um it was sort of like a deluxe yeah. edition. Which of that it. that deluxe actually has like it's almost a whole second album. Yeah. It's, I it think it's like what over 20 yeah, songs, like 25 songs. It's so, so good. And I love like the little message at the end. It's like, Hey, it's Mike Bublé wishing you a Merry Christmas yeah. or whatever it is. But I mean, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Iconic. It's iconic. That was fun fact. Do you remember our first episode ever? Did we play that at the top? You, cause you edited that episode. This was pre Chris. Yeah. yeah. And our show, our first ever episode opened with. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. The opening is so good. Yeah. Uh, his version of Jingle Bells, which we talked about last season with the uh, Pupini yeah. sisters. Yeah. Y'all ready to sing a little Jingle Bells? Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so, so good. Yeah. Uh, Holly Jolly Christmas, oh. his version is so good. Um, and Winter Wonderland. Yeah. He just crushes. I feel like everything that he puts his voice on 
is so, so good. And what I love is that, you know, because like trending sounds have become a thing on social media, I feel like Michael Buble was popular, but over the last few years, his music has sort of become like the soundtrack of holiday themed videos yeah. on social media. And he'll be trending like in April yeah. with like Winter Wonderland. Yeah. Um, I know we use his tracks a lot. So if I had to pick one track from that album to have people listen to, it would be hard for me to choose, but I think I think I would go with Winter Wonderland. So maybe let, let's take a little yeah. listen to Michael Bublé's Winter Wonderland right now. Sleigh bells ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. A beautiful sight, we're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird. Here to stay is a new bird to sing a love song while we stroll along, walking in a winter wonderland. In so good. So great. That's become one of my favorite Christmas songs of all time. It's a good one. That and like Silver Bells. Yeah, like you were talking quickly about that before, like yeah. exploding up like the that. Danny charts. Yeah. I like that. Um, all right. My number eight. Yes. Uh, this I sort of did at A and a B because they're right. very similar. And neither of these bands, I don't know if they've ever been talked about on in three seasons of this Metallica. podcast. Metallica. No. <laughs> uh, and it's shocking. Maybe we may have mentioned them in passing, but they're too good to get no love. And th- those two bands are going to be the Trans-Siberian Orchestra yes. and Mannheim Steamroller. Yes. So they're both instrumental bands, essentially. Um, that do sort of arena rock for yeah. parents. They're just <laughs> epic. Yeah. Epic tracks. Just epic, big epic tracks. Uh, I put Trans-Siberian Orchestra a little bit above Mannheim Steamroller. I feel like they get a little bit more epic. Mm. They use a little bit more uh, electric electric guitars than just keyboards. Right. Um, so if we were to listen to one song, uh, I would say that we would listen to Christmas Eve Sarajevo, Oof. 1224, uh, on off the album Christmas Eve and Other Stories. Okay. Now, Trans-Siberian Orchestra has four albums, and Mannheim Steamroller has about 16 Christmas what? albums. Yes, there is... With all new songs, or is it recycled? There's songs? probably some recycled, but those are like individual albums, wow. which is pretty crazy. That's amazing. Um, but let's listen to just a little bit of Christmas Eve Sarajevo uh, from Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I mean, that song is so good. A lot of people use that song for, like, light displays. Yes. Like, because of the electric guitar and there's so many, like, accent points. Yeah. But I, I love Trans-Siberian Orchestra. And I don't think that we've ever really talked no. about them. Have I ever told you I have a friend who is the violinist, like, the featured violinist when they do their tour? Really? That's yeah, he does the, like, east of the Rockies tour because they'll yeah. send a group out west of the Rockies and sure. then east. So, like, if you ever look up, like, Trans-Siberian social media, there's a guy, his name's Roddy Chong. Okay. Um, and he was Shania Twain's 
Very cool. violinist for a long, long time. Um, I got I met him through working for American Idol years ago. And fun story, he got to go fly with the Blue Angels, like actually wow. up in the plane. And he had me come down and film the whole thing for yeah, him. And, cool. and I got, it was one of the coolest experiences. So, so look up Roddy Chong, like super talented. And he just looks like he's got like the cutoff sleeves sure. and he's just like shredding up on this like elevated platform That's super cool. super cool um so shout out to roddy uh great selection there eric um number eight again this one i feel like i could have slotted this group higher but when i look at the other seven sure they are where they are and that is going to be pentatonics mm. and number eight what do you think about that choice it's a little low for me like they should have been higher I, on the I, list i got them higher do oh you have them on your list oh okay. really Okay. Yeah. Do you know how many albums they've released? Christmas albums? Seven. They're about to release their eighth. Crazy. Isn't that wild? Yeah. They have a brand new holiday album. I was looking back. So they released their first Christmas album in 2012. Okay. It's about to be 2023. So in 11 years, they will have released eight. Almost, almost every season they Christmas got one. Album. I mean, they yeah. have figured it out. They're yeah. like, what do people want from us? Christmas. Christmas tunes. That's right. And we're going to do an NBC concert. Yes. And we're going to do a tour. They're actually coming here to Southern California to Palm Desert in November. I was like, wouldn't that be awesome if we could yeah. go and maybe get backstage and, That'd be cool. and interview Mitch and, and the rest of the crew? Cool. John, you, you make that happen? Let's do it. He's but on it. John's on it. John's on He's it. like, I'm like actually it. already talking to their managers <laughs> uh, right now. But they have so many amazing songs that I'm sure you'll talk about here momentarily. But some of my favorites uh, are, I love their Hark the Herald Angels Sing. Mm. It starts out like very like chamber music and then it goes Huck the Herald Angels Huck and it gets like very yeah. gospel-y yeah. actually rather than me singing let's, let's, hear let's listen yeah. to a little bit of it right now Such a good one. Uh, I love I, it. I love their kid on Christmas with Megan Trainer. Um, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I love, and then their brand new single, which is available on Spotify right now, is uh, "Please Santa Please." Yeah, so and it's you, a good track. Have you listened to yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, it's very I good. Only listened to a little bit of it. Yeah, it's really good. Night. Okay, amazing. They they just uh, they do it so great. And we've talked about this before, but if you're unfamiliar with Pentatonics, they came together because of a NBC acapella show called The Sing Off. Yes, they got like placed together, and then they won that show, and then like became a massive, huge They're band, superstars. Very cool. Yeah, very cool. I guess One Direction was kind of like that too. They got put together on X and O Town. O Town was like that too. And yeah. don't forget Scene 23, you know. Don't know who that is. And uh, Eden's Crush. Remember Eden's Crush? I don't. They're from the show Pop Stars. Okay. Oh, that's the one that Nicole Scherzinger was in. No, she was, she was in... Pussycat Dolls. Yeah, but I think she was in Eden's Crush. Oh, was first. she really? Yeah, I think so. Because she was on that show Pop Stars. I don't remember that. I think so. Because she go... went to uh, college with Lisa. Did she really? Yeah, she was a senior when Lisa was a I freshman. Know she's crushing it in the West I know, End. Getting great reviews. Yeah. Um, all right, my number seven. This is a good one. This is another guy that we've not really given much love to. Kenny Rogers. Really? Kenny Rogers, baby. The gambler. He has seven Christmas albums. Seven. That's so many. That's a lot. 
That's a lot of good music. Wow. Obviously, he has the iconic record with Dolly Parton. Iconic. Iconic, as we say here. <laughs> um, I just love Kenny Rogers' voice. His voice, to me, sounds like Christmas. Mm. Even though he has, obviously, plenty of non-Christmas-related music. Right. When I hear that raspy Kenny Rogers like voice, Christmas Eve yeah, it it just like feels like the '80s and Christmas. Yeah, and I love that. Yeah. So uh, let's play just a little bit of "Greatest Gift of All" Ooh. with Dolly Parton. Let me play. I want to hear song. that. Yeah, this is a good one. They just, they were, especially him and Dolly, were yeah. like the masters of the power ballad. Oh, yeah. You know? And not quite the like heavy metal power ballad, but just that like soft, easy listening power ballad. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he has that similar quality to his voice that Karen Carpenter has. Yeah. It's, it, there's breathiness. Yeah. But it doesn't feel weak. No, it feels supported, but yeah. just easy, easy on the ears. And it feels like a hug. It really, like really does. Said. Yeah, yeah. So Kenny Rogers, Kenny, uh, number I, seven. People also got to check out Christmas in America. That's a good one. That's too. a good one too. Definitely need to check that one out. I did not expect Kenny Rogers. I know. to make your list. That's thrilling. Over Dean Martin. No, I don't. I now don't, you feel, I, now I, you feel I, bad. I can't think about that too much. <laughs> um, all right. So moving right along to my number seven. Uh, this is going to be an artist that. I've started to talk about so much on the show, you know, going back to last season and then into this season. It's an artist that, frankly speaking, I probably could put in my top three, but this yeah. list is so hard. Uh, and that's going to be Ella Fitzgerald. Mm. Like, to me, I think she only has one yeah. Christmas album ever that she did solo. She did this stuff with, with Louis Armstrong. With Louis, yeah. But, you know, she has, you know, Ella's Wishes You a Swingin' Christmas. Yep. But when you listen to that album, it's just... It feels, um, how do I describe it? I was writing down, I was like, it feels jazzy. It feels smooth. It feels classy. Mm -hmm. uh, it feels like swinging, but it's like so easy and joyful. It's like exactly the type of music that like when I host a Christmas party. You want to be playing. I want to be playing because yeah. I want people to go, ooh. You know, they're kind of like, who they're like, who is that? And they go, you go, it's Ella Fitzgerald. You right. Know? And like, you know, whether it's Sleigh Ride or Have Yourself a Merry... Like her, the way she swings through these songs yeah. is is so amazing. Like, I feel like I've listened to this album over and over again. And every time I listen to it, I like it yeah. more and more and more. And then she's got a couple of songs that I feel like we don't ever talk about on this show. Uh, like, What Are You Doing New Year's Eve? One of my favorites. Such a great song. And then she's got this song called The Secret of Christmas. I don't know that one. Which, it's just, it's a sweet song. Why don't why don't we take a little listen sure. to it right now? Just because, honestly, I didn't know it um, prior to listening to this album. So let's take a little listen to uh, Ella Fitzgerald singing The Secret of Christmas. It's not the glow you feel When snow It's not the Christmas card you've sent 
that is beautiful. It's a beautiful song, I've right? I've never heard that. I yeah, love that. It's just so simple. Do you know what it reminded me of a little bit? The music that happens in the Disney version of Robin Hood mm. when they're like dancing in the moonlight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. when like Robin and Maid Marian are like dancing and there's like fireflies all around them? Yeah, it's just like the plucking of yeah, the yeah, strings. Yeah, it yeah. sounds a little similar to that. Very romantic and. And, and, and the way she holds soft, the notes yeah. for so long, and if you yeah. listen, if you put like earbuds in, or even I'm sure listen to the vinyl, you can hear, you can yeah, hear her mouth. Sounds, oh, yeah. oh God, yeah. it just feels like you're right there with her. So that's uh, going to be my number seven is Ella Fitzgerald. Great selection, great selection. I liked somebody in the uh, Facebook group found that clip that I was talking yes! about with Mel Torme and Ella Fitzgerald scatting, and they, oh, and they posted God. it, uh, it's, which is great. Um, all right, my number six, which is going to be the last one for this episode. Uh, I can't. I can't believe that I have this person at six. They should be. They should be high, higher. Closer to number one. It should be higher. And also, I will say this: I already knew. I love this. I love this guy, and I knew he had a lot of music. But as I was going through his catalog to try to see how many Christmas, I I have him having two albums, okay. two Christmas albums. Uh, he has so much music that I've not listened to. So I've actually. I was like, I'm gonna do a deep dive into Nat King Cole. Oh, it's Nat. So I'm going Nat King Cole at six. At six. What? That's... Six. I did not. Ex- I thought that's, you and I were going to have him hard. in a very similar place. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I got him at six. Wow. My five through one are so good, <laughs> you know? And so I, I can't believe that I got him at six, but the great Nat King Cole. Mm. Obviously, you have Christmas song. What was yeah. that song that we liked that was like in Italian where he was oh, like, Buena uh, Nota buon Natale. Yeah. Merry Christmas to you. Yeah, yeah. Buon Natale. Yeah, yeah, I love that yeah. one. That's Let's play one. a little bit of that one. Oh, good selection. Buon Natale means Merry Christmas to you. Buon Natale to everyone. Happy New Year and lots of fun. Buon Natale, may all your wishes come true. Buon Natale in Italy means a Merry Christmas to you. Far away or across So good. So fun. Yeah. So yeah, Nat King Cole. I got him at six. I love that he sings in Italian and in German. Yeah. I wonder Equal was opportunity. He Do we... I don't know. Let's do a deep dive into this. I'm Nat. Yeah. If you know about Nat King Cole, like, was did he speak like all these yeah. different languages, or did he just learn it to sing the songs? Whatever he did, he did it perfectly. Did a great job. Um, all right. So we have reached the end of part one. Yes. Um, before I reveal my number six, did I want to remind you guys if you are not already subscribing to the show, please make sure you do so. Just smash that subscribe button wherever you are listening. Please make sure to rate and review. That ensures that more people discover what we're doing here and all the festive feels that we're bringing yes, all holiday season. Uh, you can also follow us on social media. We are at Christmas Countdown Show on TikTok, Instagram, Threads, at Xmas Pod on the X. Uh, and if you want to see what it looks like when we're sitting here hanging out. Beautiful studio. This beautiful studio that we have built. Uh, You can go to uh, youtube.com slash countdown network and you can see full episodes. You won't see the cords. But you will see the studio. We might have to do a post on to show our Instagram. All the I don't know if I want to show everybody. Maybe just like our subscribers sure, maybe that, could yeah. see that one because I'm slightly embarrassed. Um, anyway, all right. So closing us out on this one, this one might shock you because I feel like you're going to have this person higher. Okay. Bing Crosby. I don't have him higher. What? I have him on my 11 through 15 list. Ooh. I think I have him at 11. He's going to be in your bonus episode. Again. Okay. A little spoily. Uh Originally, he wasn't in my top 10. And then somehow, he just it. He just kept climbing the ranks. Yeah. And he got to number six. And I think it's because 
when I think of Bing Crosby, I don't just think of the music around the holiday season. I think of White Christmas. Sure. Um, you know, I think of Holiday Inn, yeah. you know, though I haven't seen the movie, you know, I've seen clips from it and know the songs and all that sort of stuff is that I think Bing's voice, you know, from his movies to his music to the Christmas special and, you know, what he did with David Bowie and sort of like the passing of the baton as he's sort of getting to the end of his career and David Bowie's sort of coming in, though the reports are that allegedly Bing wasn't wild about, Very happy about doing that, that yeah. segment but you know he did it he showed up anyway and did his thing um i mean his his voice feels like christmas time yeah like his voice just feels like the soundtrack of the holidays like if if you go through the holiday season and you never hear a bing crosby song did christmas really happen agreed and like if the tree falls in a forest no one hears it you know that sort of situation um obviously white christmas he's so great on that um i love his version of winter wonderland um silent night we talked about i'll be home for christmas um but the song that i want to play for everybody is a song that i feel like we don't talk about a lot yeah. and it's a duet that he did with frank sinatra and that is We Wish You the Merriest. That is a good one. Isn't that such a great song? We wish you the, the merriest, the merriest, the merriest, oh, yes, the merriest. merriest. Yeah. It's sort of like when I was poking fun at Dean Martin with like the snow is yeah, snowing. snowing. Yeah. They totally. just keep wishing us the merriest, the merriest, yes. the merriest. That is going to play You and I should do our own version of that song. We one can. of us will be Frank, one of us will be I Bing. Like we'll do that. And we'll just be like, this is what it was like in the studio when they were trying to make up this song on <laughs> yeah. the spot. Uh, but let's play a little bit of uh, We Wish You the Merriest by Bing Crosby and Frank Sinatra. We wish you the merriest, the merriest, the merriest, yes, the merriest. We wish you the merriest, the merriest, the merriest, you'll cheer. We wish you the happiest, the happiest, the happiest, yes, the happiest. We wish you the happiest, the happiest, the happiest New Year. That's sweet. It swings. You know what it feels like? Did you ever see the movie High Hopes? Uh, or no, uh, not High Hopes, High Society. Oh, I, don't I think it's think called I High did. Society. And it stars Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, and Grace Kelly. Oh, really? Uh, the Princess of Monaco. Oh. Um, but that's they recorded i'm sure that song in the same kind of time when bing had sort of accepted frank and they were no longer major rivals and they were doing fun stuff together. is that did they sing the song high hopes in that movie high um it might that? be it might be in that movie okay but that he's might also, be from a different movie he's so great in robin in the seven hoods yeah as well high hopes might be from robin in the seven hoods is it? I think well, they sing uh, style in that one. You style, yeah. Down. That's another, anyway. Another great. This one. is not Rat Pack countdown. <laughs> Sorry. Let's get out of this thing. <laughs> that's gonna do it for us, folks. That is our list of ten through six. Yes. Please come back on Thursday or later. Hit the next episode if you're behind the times and hear five through one of the top ten desert island Christmas artists lists. Yes. From the Christmas countdown, boys, and we are gonna close it out here. Say thank you so much for listening. Thank you for uh, subscribing. If you're yep. subscribing, tell your friends about us. And we're going to close it by saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We will see you on the next one. Bye-bye, everybody. Deuces. 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 <laughs> That's good.